again and welcome to Improvisations on Growth with Medu Einsiedler, Business and Life Coach. You are listening to a new episode of Medu's COVID-19 Crisis Log as we witness week 3 of social distancing and isolation in Austria and week 2 in South Florida. Have we accepted the major recent changes in our world? Are we grieving our old lives or perhaps most of us are still in denial thinking that everything is still somewhat okay? Follow us on this journey as we share impressions, we improvise, and we raise questions regarding this unprecedented situation. For someone, let's say, who before the virus, he loved pancakes and he enjoyed reading a book, all of this hasn't really changed. He can still have his pancakes and he can still read a book. So, um, it, it is, I agree with you, it is a, a false sense of total shift the way everything is is packaged out there and it's funny because we even discussed it in our last podcast of how amazing the technology is and how much it can help us do and now we're here pretty much complaining that it's not really enough nothing has changed and there's no shift what do you think about that I think what makes it so weird and for me so surreal is that it's both. So a shift has happened, yet we still can make ourselves believe that everything is still normal. We're we're like Schrodinger's cats, all of us, alive and dead at the same time. (laughs) I love this metaphor. Yeah, we are, yeah, this is, ah, Adina, that's, that's brilliant. Yes, 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 yes. We are dead and alive at the same time. And there is enough that we can pretend and make ourselves believe that is still normal. And yeah, now we are meeting, I mean, we, we have been meeting our friends online and it looked so normal. You know, we, we made cocktails and we choked and we laughed. And, and we were like, oh, wow, now, now we are more in touch than we have been before. And suddenly we have time and we can exchange. And yet now in week three, I would say, yes, but all of this also, it's, it's like a veil in, that keeps us from really recognizing and really feeling the change. Maybe because of my mom's birthday coming up, maybe it's like I really will not be able to see her. Kind of sinking in because to a certain degree, at least for me, I can say this thing has not yet sunken in. It's there and I know it's there and I'm intelligent, so I know it's there. It's a mental recognition, so to speak, but your spirit, who you are, hasn't processed it yet. Our, our energy is still somewhere else, maybe, like in our old ways. I, I think it's still in, 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 in the fighting, denial, freeze mode. And the fighting mode, I do see out there. I mean, it, and this is what I call hyperdrive. Do you think it can also have to do with, the, with how fast things change? So for me here in Florida, just the past week, I mean... It went from like 2,000-something cases, and now it's 7,000. So it grows exponentially. So for me personally, this is what has become a little 
difficult, like overwhelming, is just the fast pace of the development. And at the same time, I won't detail on it, but the measures are not in accordance with the numbers that I see. So again, it's a disconnect that's creating a little bit of panic on my end and of a more uncertainty. So I'm going back to what you were saying, this uncertainty growing and, and seeing these numbers growing so fast, I'm a little like, okay, technology is great, but there's something so much more important happening that is not, it doesn't look like it's going to go away soon. So what do I do? I, I'm still grateful for technology. Don't get me wrong. I don't even want to imagine what we would do without it at this point. Yeah. And it's like you were saying, it's both at the same time because at the same, I don't even want to say, but I'm just going to say, and, and it's still like, a, like the pink elephant in the, in the big global room, so to speak, that it, it keeps on growing and it's the, the helplessness again. And I think everybody's just wondering where is this going to go? And no one has an answer. And it's a global thing. So we cannot run from it. Like there's, there's no place to go to. And, and I can't, I mean, like last week I was on the phone with a friend of mine who lives in Croatia and, and they had an earthquake. It was in Zagreb like in the, in the capital of Croatia and a lot of buildings were destroyed. A lot of people were homeless and it was just really, really bad. And I said, if things got, got really bad, pack, pack your children and come here. I mean, we, we have to practice. You, you can crash here. And he was like, I can't leave um, because, and it's true, our borders are closed. And he, can't, he cannot even leave Zagreb because they closed the town off. And then he wouldn't be able to come into Austria because our borders are closed. And I WhatsApp I, I with a friend in Tyrol today. At, at least I want to see if I might be possible to drive to my parents' place. Like next week, it should be warm. So I dream of seeing them in the backyard. So with a lot of distance, but at least, you know, outside that maybe we can be at least together. And then the friend of mine told me, well, you can leave Vienna. And I'm like, yeah, I can leave Vienna. She said, well, I cannot leave my village in Tyrol. The villages are closed off. So you are, you know, you're, you're not even able to go anywhere. So even if your flight response automatism would kick in, there's no place to go. We cannot flee. We cannot fight. All we can do is freeze and hide in Netflix and other online providers and tools cannot escape and I think on a very very existential level this just gets to us and all those tips and tricks they're like a band-aid yeah it stops the bleeding but uh, the, the, the existential threat is is here and I think we eventually each and every one of us we have to find our own way to deal with it and how to be with it. I'm meeting my therapist my, to, for, for supervision each, each week because this is what helps me to, to find perspective, to talk it through, to have, to have a professional. I can vent everything that's happening within me and she helps me to put it in perspective again. 
and probably this is what we all now need someone that we can talk to what is the perspective you have right now i'm now at a point where i realize that it's not going to go away i cannot avoid it or flee it i mean i i do what the government is telling us to do i wash my hands i keep the distance from today on we have to wear mouth uh, masks over our noses and um, and mouths as soon as we go grocery shopping and then eventually as, as we go out outside so this is the plan from our government and the rest is to make myself realize that this is what it is right now the uncertainty is real there's nothing i can do to make this good or to make this go away there's simply nothing i can do so it sounds to me like acceptance which makes me think you probably know them better i think it's five of them the stages of loss but my question is actually a different one cuz remember we were talking about denial now we're talking about acceptance and some people went through the anger stage right so what exactly are we grieving over what is the main loss our lives as we knew them and for some it's the job for some it's the existence i mean at least over here self-employed people little small companies medium companies they're fighting for their existence it's contact you know that that we cannot physically meet the people we love and that that we care about so there's a lot to be grieved really and we are not in a grieving mode yet so we are not we are not grieving we are still and and i would say when i look outside or to social media i think we are still as a global generalization now we are still in the fighting in the denial mode Well, let me tell you something that's been happening here and I saw it in some people and I'm I'm really trying to understand uh some of the articles I see out there with predictions on Florida because it's a hot spot. And they are uh, saying that a lot of people will die. That is the verbiage. The predictions are that a lot of people would die in the thousands, tens of thousands. and it could even the dying could continue through august so for me what's also becoming it's it's that realization of you know like we all know we're going to die right but all of a sudden we're faced with a real possibility we're like watching the possibility of it we're monitoring the possibility of it we're analyzing the possibility we we see other people in other countries dying we see people in our country dying so i feel it's becoming speaking of the existential a real facing of a true possibility of the worst i think that is happening within each person not necessarily being paranoid that's not what i'm trying to say not about being paranoid and staying in a corner of your house and washing your hands every 5 minutes i think it's more of a of an internal thing and when people feel like that and they start thinking of this all of a sudden nothing else carries the same importance big challenge 
probably is that each and every one of us has to go through this. Well, I, I know it as the change curve. Uh, you refer to it as the, the stages of grieving. Each and every one of us, we have to go through that. And I think that maybe this is something that has not hit the social media yet. So, so we are still in, in, in the phase of denial. If I just do the right things, then, then I will feel fine. But it's still in, in, um, in negotiating with fate, maybe. You know, if, if, I, uh, if I keep my structure and, and I, if I uh, do enough exercise and if I keep healthy, then it's not going to affect me. No. And, and to, to realize that probably is really hard. And maybe that is what might be needed like um, on, on a really state level is to put up more hotlines where people could actually get, get support for their, for their grieving and their loss so that they can process through those stages. Well, let's see where we will be next week. Definitely in a different place than we are now today. But in, in, in the personal process as well as out there, I think. On my end, I'll monitor the, the social media for... And what's interesting is that I haven't necessarily seen any request for support from people. I've seen just like the good about social media, how great it is, we have it, we can keep in touch. But I haven't yet seen like people asking to, what are we going to do, like how, I, I do see the tips, but again, they don't come from that angle. They, because of what you're saying, the denial, like it, it's still seen a little like from outside of everything, like we're still not in it. We were still outside of it. And especially the people who give the tips, I think, and I see it in, in my branch of industry, consultants and coaches, they're just overdoing the tips in, in my judgment, of course. And it's as if the coaches were not part of it, you know, and then it's like this fake thing almost. So be calm and structure and, and meditate and do yoga and, and then everything will be okay. Everything is already not okay. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Like, this isn't yeah. okay. What's happening? Yeah. We exactly. might as well just deal with that. And yeah. n not in a not in a desperate way. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's just in a in a dry cut kind of way. Yeah. It is what it is. It is not okay. No matter how you put it. So yeah, exactly. Maybe in months, years, we'll see like great outcomes out of it. Who knows? But that's not going to change. That right now, right here, for a lot of us, is just not okay. Yeah. And it won't be okay for quite a while. You have listened to a new episode of Medu's COVID-19 crisis log. Marking week three in Austria and week two in South Florida, of isolation and stay-at-home policies. Maybe you are still looking for online tips to cope with the circumstances, or maybe you already realize these tips are merely a band-aid meant to sugarcoat a rather bitter reality. What is next? How will everything be okay again?
For now, we have just questions, not answers. But stay tuned for more episodes and for the possibility of finding new answers with us. In the meanwhile, share your comments on Madhu's social media, on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter, or email her directly at madhu at icedler.at. And remember to stay in and to care for your well-being.